it's something like 3.40 a.m., which would put it 20 to 4 a.m. as I record this, so, uh, too bad it's not 4.20 a.m., and then just have a little, a little quick wake, wake and bake smoke break in my sleep cycle. I'll just do that, I'll just wake up at 4.20 a.m. and just, just do a little wake and bake and then go back to sleep. Does it really count as a wake and bake if you go back and sleep immediately? I don't know. I mean, you woke up, and then you baked. Maybe I'll just bake some goddamn cookies. Got a shitload of fucking Delta 8. Been meaning to make in the edibles, so maybe I should just go do that right now. I, I don't know what the hell's going on. I keep waking up at the witching hour or whatever the hell this is. It's just, it seems to be the routine lately. Either I can't get to sleep before this time, or uh, or I wind up waking up somewhere around this time. Supposedly, from things I stumbled across on YouTube on accident, um, supposedly that means you're becoming spiritually awakened. So let's get into that woo shit, huh? Let's Let's have some woo-woo time. Because I got a little bit of the woo-woo in me, so I might as well just talk about it while it's apparently in, in, I'm on the brain right now. It's on my mind. So, I don't know. I was, I was th- just kind of thinking about this shit, how I keep waking up around the same time and or can't get to sleep. I can't get to sleep during this certain time, which is supposedly the witching hour. I think it's between 3 and 4 a.m. or some shit like that. Where supposedly the veil between the physical world and the spirit world is the thinnest. And sometimes I think there is something to that because I definitely feel like there is a spirit realm out there. I feel like I've I've seen it. I feel like I've been there. I've seen bits and pieces of it through dreams. I feel like I've seen bits and pieces of it through psychedelics. And the interesting thing about that is, is that psychedelics will make your brain operate in, uh, in certain ways like it is dreaming while you are fully conscious. So I think maybe this will do some of that. Sometimes you tell people about this kind of shit and they just kind of go, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You're just talking about nonsense. And I'm like, well... I'm talking about nonsense that I've experienced some certain sort of taste of it. I've gone to the goddamn fast black realm, I call it. I I don't know what the hell it is other than I suspect it's an area between, between the physical and the spirit world. And I've gotten there on multiple different psychedelics. I've gotten there through dreams. I even got there with a lot of pot and meditation once before my brain surgery. I just go into this place where it's nothing. It's it's nothingness. Like it's not really black. The the and the only way I can explain it is it's just it's a void of nothingness. It's a it's an absence of light. It's it's darker than darkness or something, if you want to say that. I don't know. You want to get all spinal tap on this shit and call it none more black? We can call it that, I guess. 
but it's just it's literally just this this place of nothing and go there and and then I feel like I don't have a don't know if I don't have a body or not I just know my being my soul my existence whatever is in this place and every time I go to this place that something eventually appears that will teach me something usually pointing out something to myself that I could do better or that I need to work on something that I'm not doing stuff like that things it points out things that hinder my own progress that I'm doing to myself or not doing to myself like it's it really is always that sort of thing but it always comes to me in a different form while I'm there and I just there's just something about it whenever I go there it's just before before the the lesson being shows up or whatever because oftentimes it's a some sort of being that shows up in this place when I go there but uh before that shows up there's usually just kind of nothingness for a while and there's sort of something strangely comfortable about it. It's just like, oh, I'm just thrown into purgatory. I don't have to worry about shit anymore. I just, it's nothing. I mean, it could be better, but it could be, it definitely could be worse. I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world being stuck in purgatory because it's just, you're just stuck in nothing. Nothing's going on. Good or bad. <laughs> almost a sense of balance or something I, I don't know I, I I can't quite explain it but it's it's its own it's its own feeling but I don't know I keep I keep having strange dreams a lot of the times when I wake up at this point of the night of the wee hours of the morning whatever you want to call it it's the middle of the night for me, I guess, with the way I tend to sleep, but it's early in the morning for someone else. Someone else be getting up and going to work right about now. Maybe they work all fucking early in a cheese factory or something. It's probably why I've never worked in a cheese factory, because I don't want to be at work at 4 a.m. <laughs> the only way I could do that is if I stayed up, but... I'm not doing that. I don't want to stay up and then sleep all day. I don't want to sleep half of the day. That's all I want to do. I only want to sleep half of the day because I'm only partially vampire. I still need some sun. Still got to get some of that vitamin D in me. Good to see the sun. Some people I know don't like it. I don't like it this time of year. Because it's summer, and the sun makes everything so goddamn fucking hot. But I do still appreciate it, <laughs> to some degree. The fucking ball of fire in the sky that gives us life. And it's not even in the sky, it's just in the sky to us. It's actually out there hurling through space with us, and we're hurling around it while it's hurling through this, or whatever. However that works. I know the earth rotates around the sun. That's not what I'm saying. However, hurling things hurling through space works. But yeah, I don't know. 
Supposedly another sign of being spiritually awakened is going through difficulties. And I feel like I've had enough of that in the last, I don't know, ten years. Off and on. It's been a hell of a roller coaster. And supposedly becoming spiritually awakened isn't easy. And that's another one of the apparently signs that you might be becoming spiritually awakened and might not know it. I feel like I do know it, though. I feel like I do. I am growing as a person. I am figuring certain shit out and other shit. Just it's the universe is a huge, vast, confusing place, and uh, nobody will probably ever completely understand any of it. So. I don't think we're necessarily here having these human experiences that we call life. I don't know if, I guess I don't know if there is a reason why we're here. And if there is a reason we're here, I don't think it's the no shit. I don't think it's, I think it's more about figuring shit out than it is actually knowing shit. It's, it's one of those journeys and not the destination sort of situations. It's about the experience. I think, if there's any rhyme or reason to any of this fucking shit. But I, I do, I do, I do think it's about the experience. And I think it's all about getting to the same place. Which I guess is why I, I believe perennialism is a thing. If you don't know what perennialism is, it's a, it's a theory that all religions lead to the same place. And when you do look at basically any religion the, they all aim for the same outcome more or less you look at native american religions you look at middle eastern religions you look at you look at the the eastern the eastern asian religions the, the, even even when you look at different western ancient western cultures the, the tribal cultures of Europe and whatnot, the pagan religions of those times. The, the, I feel like it all ultimately does lead to the same thing, and I, I think it's just different paths to the same place. One time I, I do believe that I did see a small glimpse of that place. Of the place that we go to after we die. I think it's possibly the same place we come from before we're born. That's what I believe. But I just remember one time I... It was one of those moments of just getting really fucking stoned and meditating. I've had a few of these moments where... I went to some trippy places thanks to more marijuana and meditation. That's how I dealt with my brain surgery. The time leading up to it, because that was a maddening time. There was plenty of time to sit around and think about what was going on. Because 
it took a while for to be able to do the surgery, to be able to get the doctors to do that. So that that was that was a lot of time to sit around and think about it. There was a lot of stressful times afterwards, long afterwards. And it seems like the one thing I can always get back to is marijuana meditation. I've gotten through marijuana meditation, I've gotten to some very trippy places that I've had some visions of things that are right up there with any psychedelic drug I've taken. And during one of these times, this would have been after my surgery, probably about a couple years, two, two and a half years. And I was kind of at this point, I was kind of... At the point kind of where I'm feeling like I'm at now, just things have not been right. I've been off. Realized I hadn't really been taking care of myself the best. I hadn't been sleeping the best. Wasn't taking care of myself mentally the best in general. And, uh... I don't know, I just remember getting high as bird shit on a kite and... (laughs) Not even that, but just stoned as fuck. And meditating. And I tell you what, the old pot can open you up to a lot of things. It doesn't always get its credit for the psychedelic sort of... Uh, uh, because marijuana really is a psychedelic. It's a, it's a very... It's, a, it's not a super potent one, but if you have enough of it, especially in edible form... You'll get there. <laughs> you can definitely get there. You can get out there. <laughs> and anyway, I was having this moment of marijuana meditation. Rambling. Gotta stop rambling. Reel in my rambling here for a second. Because it's already kind of gone off on several topics and I want to get back around to what I was actually talking about. Because I don't want this to be a ramble show. Sometimes I want it to be a ramble show, but not necessarily this time. I don't want too much rambling. Got to find balance in the rambles. That's what I'm trying to do. As I ramble more. But anyway, I, 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 one time I got into this place through marijuana meditation where I felt like I went to the purgatory place. All right. Tying this together, coming back around. And I felt like I went into that purgatory place. And this was after I decided that that purgatory place is most likely the space between the physical and spirit worlds. And this time I got there and I decided I'm going to see if I can go past this place. I'm going to see if this really is what I think it is. Because it just, it, it's, it's one of the, it's just sort of like the gut feeling sort of things. Where it's just like, uh, it seems like my gut, something in my intuition is telling me this is what it is. So this is what it is. And I did, I started to push through it. For any lack of better term, it wasn't, it wasn't really any physical pushing or anything, but kind of, I started to go beyond. 
and I remember the nothingness, the blacker than blackness, the none more blackness starts fading away, and and I started to see this other realm, and it was just full of colors. The best way I can explain it was if like the air was made of different colors. If there was different clouds of color and and if air instead of air being invisible it was just made of colors, infinite colors, clouds of colors constantly morphing and shifting into different colors. Just infinite amount of colors. It never ends. Just constant shifting and, and, and color everywhere. And, and this place had this feeling of what I can only really explain is just, it just felt like pure love to me. There, there was this loving sort of was all these colors in love it was basically what it was there there was some sort of familiarity to it like I'd been there before like I'll be there again there was sort of like it was communicating to me whatever that was beyond there and I got wary of it because uh, there was a point where I didn't know if I went further into there, if I would be able to come back here or not. And and there was something that was sort of communicating to me that this place has always been here. It always is, always will be here. Basically, it's all that there ever was. (laughs) And... I decided that it was going to be there when I was ready to go back there. And that I had more that I had to do here on on the old physical plane here. And it's just something was telling me that I hadn't accomplished what I needed here yet. And then once I do that, I'd be able to go there. If that makes any sense. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I'm just kind of getting lost in thought thinking about this again. Because it was... It felt good. But... Something felt like I wasn't supposed to be there yet, so I didn't want to fuck around. <laughs> I didn't want to mess around too much and get stuck there or something. Even though if I did, it's just like it would have been good. I don't know. But I think a lot of that is, and I started like thinking about that, and I, I think maybe maybe that's maybe that's what heaven is. As I've 
as I gained more and more experience with different psychedelics, I started thinking that religion is... Religion may have come from that sort of state of mind. And that religion leads to the same place that you do when you blast off into the astral plane. And I feel like psychedelics have become the... I feel like, well... Definitely a very ancient thing that have been used for thousands and thousands of years. And it's sort of, there's a, a new awakening with that, and it's becoming a new old religion. And I think there's a lot of things to the ancient world. There's a lot of, I, I, I think there are things that we've become out of touch with in modern society. I think I think that there is a sort of ancient wisdom that we lost track of. Because um, the thing is, evolution, in a, from an evolution point, we're the same humans as back then. We've evolved, like, very little. We're not actually any dumber or smarter than them. We're essentially the same thing. We're just... Our technology and stuff has gotten to a point where... We're living these lives, but we still have these very primitive brains. So we haven't evolved to the point that that we are living we we're not evolved to live the lives we're living and then that gets into a whole thing about maybe maybe technology is part of the evolution natural evolution process maybe intelligent beings will biologically evolve to a certain point and then once you can't you hit that plateau you start uh you start using technology to evolve further to the point where you hit singularity or whatever. And then, I don't know, maybe the robot apocalypse happens. The robots take over the world. The robots are like, yo, humans, you're fucking up the world, so uh, you should stop doing that. So we're just gonna, we're just gonna, you know, we're, we're, we, we look like you, so we're gonna, at this point, <laughs> to the point that, that AI is just regular I at this point. It's just intelligence. That the AI, artificial intelligence is not so artificial anymore, and it's indistinguishable from the so-called natural intelligence. And and I don't know. Maybe the AI is smarter about not ruining the planet than we are. And and then they get rid of us, and then they evolve into things. So the robot apocalypse happens by uh, by. Uh, some sort of uncanny valley means. <laughs> I think that's what that's called. Uncanny valley. Which refers to... Uh, um, the fact that humans are the only animals, the only creatures, whatever, who are weirded out by things that look like us, that aren't us. 
So that's a really weird thing to think about. That's a very interesting thing to think about, all that. Like, why do we have that instinct in us? Why are we freaked out by, like, super realistic robots? Because other animals aren't afraid of things that look like them that aren't them. But we are. We're freaked out by it. There's something in our DNA or something that we, we don't like that. Maybe it has something to do with the evolution of technology. Maybe we're recognizing what's happening, but we can't stop it at this point. We're resisting. Maybe it's just the old way resisting the new way. Because that's how that always seems to work with things. Although I feel like the world is going through that kind of a shift anyway. Society There's definitely different attitudes among the younger generations than there are with the older generations. The older generations have this attitude of this is how it's always been, this is how it's going to be. Where the newer generations don't accept that and, and it's like, no, shit's got to change. Just because something is how it's always been doesn't mean that's the way it has to stay. We can do this in a better way. And there's a lot of resistance. There always is resistance for change. There's always somebody who likes the old ways and who are... Uh, Uh, my mind wandered, and then I what what was I what was I talking about? Brain surgery moment. <laughs> my grandpa calls them senior moments. I call them brain surgery moments. Um, there's always a resistance to change. There's always somebody that benefits from the old way, and they don't want to see it any other different ways. So that's what it is. I don't know. And for these last few years, especially after the brain surgery stuff, I've just made more of a conscious effort to try to grow as a person, just not stay stagnant, to try to expand my mind. And I feel the change that the world is going through within myself. And it's not easy. Sometimes it feels like it's to the point of, well, can't keep doing things the old way. So, got to find a new way, but I have no clue what the new way actually is. And that's part of the difficulty in it, is, the, is just trying to... Just trying to walk into the unknown future. It could be scary when things are unknown. It's it's unknown. You just you just don't know what lies ahead. 
And I definitely feel myself walking into the unknown. And it ultimately really does feel like the way that it needs to be. It feels like the right thing to do, but fuck, that doesn't make it any any less difficult. And I keep telling myself that going through difficulties is a good thing. Because anything that's worth it in the long run is not, it's not going to be obtained easily. It's obtained, did I just say? I mean, attained. The fuck is obtained? Is that even a word? Or am I just poorly, poorly enunciating, poorly enunciating, uh, obtained. I said it again, attained. Whatever. Fucking words. Are words important right now? On this audio-only format of which I'm communicating through just words? I say not. I'm just gonna make up my own words. I'm gonna make up my own goddamn language. Just gonna have a podcast of my language that I don't even understand myself because I'm making it up as I go. Somebody would probably listen to it too. That's the fucking funny thing to me about it. Somebody would probably, it'd probably eventually have people get into it and I'd just be like, why? But then again, on the other hand, why not? <laughs> the fuck are words anyway? Like, I think we put too much meaning on words. Because when you think about it, what the fuck is language? Language is just... It's all made up. People are like, you can't make up words. I'm like, well, somebody made up words. And then got them to the point that they became accepted as the right words to say. And you look at language and it's a thing that constantly evolves. Words don't always mean the same words. New words come, other words go. Look at Shakespearean times. It's the speaking English, but it's not the same English that we speak now. And even then, there's different kind of there's, there's the actual real English English, and then there's this bullshit American English that that I am speaking right now. <laughs> then there's like Australian English. It, it, it's different. Different areas, different parts of the world, different people just decided to start making up words in different ways. And then we get all these different languages all over the place. It's a, I don't know, it's a weird thing. My point is, I guess, people shouldn't get so bent out of shape about things being right or wrong or whatever. As long as the message gets across, that's, that's all that should fucking matter. That's what should be important. And I guess if I'm trying to get a message across on this at all, it's... So things can get difficult. Things have been difficult for everybody for a while now. In different ways. A lot of similar ways as well, but different ways. Different and similar ways. 
And the thing is that difficulty, there really is. Once you get through to the other side of it, the, the amazing things lie on the other side of trying times. You just have to, I, I just, I don't know. I, I know I keep reminding myself to get through it. And I guess as I do this thing where I decide to offer up my own advice of things while going through difficult times myself, I should probably be some sort of therapist or counselor or something with the way I like to do that. <laughs> but if you're going through difficult times right now and you're listening to this, just remember that. Remember that there's better things to come on the other side of those difficult times once you get through them. And that... And like I said, that things in life are not... Nothing that's worth anything is easy. And it's just a balance. It's about finding the balance between the difficulty and the and not difficulty, and once you get through difficulty, you're able to withstand more difficulty when it comes back again. When you come across more difficult times, because it's bound to happen. And as you're getting through the difficult times, and as you focus through them, and sometimes you're just swimming through that fucking emotional diarrhea, You just have to remember that you're probably stronger than you think. And that you can do this. I mean, I've been through a lot. Some people have been through more, but I've definitely been through more than a lot of people have been through. And I've been through some strange experiences that a lot of people haven't been through. And I'm still here. And I'd say ultimately I'm a better person for it. And one thing that I do know is that every time I go through a challenging time, it teaches me something that is useful for the next challenging time. And in a lot of ways, less things become challenging. As it goes down the unknown path. I hear the birds. I used to hate hearing the birds. Because it usually meant that I was stayed up all night being a shithead. But then somewhere along the line I, I started to appreciate it. The birds didn't always mean that I stayed up all night. It, or if it did, it was for different reasons. And then eventually I got to the point where I started working at a bar, and then I, 
a lot of times I'd be going home about this time of day, listening to the birds. I always liked that. And it's like, oh, now the birds just signal uh, the end of the day and the beginning of a new one. I find the birds much more comforting than I used to. So anyway, I think that's all I got for this one. And uh, if you're going through hard times out there, which I'm sure you are in one way or another, because everybody really is right now, just uh, just take care of that health. Get all healthed up. Keep keep all the health you can have. Keep that mental health intact. Keep that physical health intact. Just keep both of those. Keep both of those things. Keep keep you keep that health there. Get all that health. Store up your prana. <laughs> like like we're in an RPG game or something. Cause that's basically what we're going through, I guess. So that concludes this episode of the Delangus Cast. And I guess uh, I'll just say that thing I started saying at the end of these for some reason. And good luck and Godspeed. Until next time, of course.